Welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Brody Jenner, Ikea, and the Spring Musical. I don't waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Tesla keeps trying to sell me a power wall. A what? A power wall. That's not real. That's not a real thing. Power wall. It is. It's a giant battery you put on your wall. They also sell like, yes, it's a giant battery. It's a Tesla battery. It sucks up, it sucks up power from the grid and then it redistributes it or it sucks up solar and it redistributes it to the grid. I don't like it. And if your power goes out, it powers your house. It's literally like a giant cell phone battery you put on the wall and then it's, and it's $12,000. Have you not really ever heard of the power wall? Uh, I'm familiar with the concept. I just didn't. The words mean nothing to me. I know. I love these fucking Tesla like roof they're like just like in your dumb american home your perfect <laughs> dumb little american home that looks like every other american home put on your tesla roof all right are we are we doing the podcast or what are we doing here yeah yeah is this yeah. rolling yeah okay here it is the power wall i've seen it it's 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 a giant wall battery i know what it at is home. Charging i just didn't home. know the i didn't know the name because uh, it's, it's a charger. meaningless name vehicle accessories parts apparel if you get Tesla apparel, you should go to jail immediately. There should be a... Take that I'm not, episode of Friends where Joey was dressed in the Porsche clothes. Yeah. I'm the, I didn't see that episode, but it sounds like about as embarrassing. I Someone just, on the street left a Porsche and like didn't what didn't move it for a week. And so Joey bought a bunch of Porsche merch to wear and stand next to the car to meet women. Um, and then the car drove away. And so then he had to like make a fake one out of boxes. It was very funny controversial opinion personal opinion mm-hmm. uh if you buy tesla clothing and you wear it there should be a squad you know i'm not for these ch- terror troops these shock troops these like a hillbilly shock troops you see walking around uh uh you know in kentucky or wherever uh but um listen i think it's a better mission for ice than what they're currently i'd rather i'd rather have i'd like to deploy redeploy ice to arrest anybody who's seen wearing like a tesla like they bought like a tesla like uh like jogging pants or whatever, <laughs> or those shorts. That's it. I'm, I got, you know, I, I, it's not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm fine with, you know, I mean, everybody should be able to do their thing. They're, they, you should be able to express your, your freedom in however, you, in any way you want, except for if you wear Tesla clothing. And then you should be immediately round, rounded up, put into an anonymous van and taken to an uh, undisclosed location and tortured. Sorry, that's just how I feel. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, anyhow, big week, big week, great oh, week, very good week. Love it this week. Just such a great, another week, great week in the world and in America. <laughs> I want to start this this conversation off by saying I pre-ordered a PS5. Uh, I was able to get it. I don't even know why or how people were like, here's the link. Like in our chat, in our Slack, people were like, here's the link. And I'm like, all right, I guess. And the next thing I knew I had to pre-order. Meanwhile, I tried to, I wanted to order a Xbox. Weirdly wanted the Xbox more than the PlayStation. Could not get the Xbox. Could not get the Xbox. And then Xbox has the gall 
the nerve. <laughs> they sent me an email last night at like midnight. They're like, hey, it looks like you left something in your cart. Don't miss out. <laughs> Get this Xbox Series X before it's all gone. It's like, hey, you fuck, you piece of shit. You dirty motherfucker. I, I fucking tried to order it like 17 times in a row and it kept going like, ooh, little problem. Try back later. And then when I went to the link, I was like, maybe they fixed it and they got one there waiting for me. They're like, hey, this guy, this guy's special. He's got a tech expert. You know, <laughs> this Josh Topolsky, let's hold one aside for him. He's an important, very important technology man <laughs> or whatever. Or maybe they're just like, he pay, spends a lot of money on his, on his, you know, Microsoft account. Do you I think know, that you know? Microsoft talks about technology, man? <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I know for a fact that Microsoft has files on all, like, you know, technology, not every technology journalist, but the ones that are like, you know, have some following and are on. Yeah. You know, have, they're like, worth done, their time. That do reviews and shit. Yeah. Uh, I definitely have a file. I'm telling you, they keep a file. They keep a file on journalists. This may have been, we may have even reported this at The Verge or something. At any rate, I was like, oh, cool. You guys set one aside for me. You knew that I had trouble at the checkout. I'm going to go get one. And then it gave me the exact same error that I was getting at primetime pre-order o'clock. I also like how they like they like sold out of the $35 a month ones. Like, what do you, How can you sell out of a thing that's like a subscription? Just be like, you won't be able to get a console for a while. Yeah. Just be like your console. Just do what Apple does. They're so dumb and bad. Okay, when Apple sells out of shit, they're like, shipping date is expected here. When it, when it first goes on, right? It's like, well, this will ship the week of October 1st or whatever. Like, okay, cool. Oh, then it's like, you didn't make the cut, buddy. This will ship the week of of November 27th. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what it says. That's what they should do. That <laughs> it, it's do sort that. of like it's like when analog takes pre-orders for something that is a year away, and then they're like, "We're out." <laughs> it's like you no, haven't you made be, any yet. You can't, you can't, you can't be, be out. <laughs> you can't be sold out of a thing that doesn't exist. You can't be sold out of a thing that there's no stockpiles of somewhere. But even if there's stockpiles, if anything, the more orders you get, the cheaper it will be to make it. Your margins go up. Like I don't Microsoft, understand. Microsoft is like, listen. We produced four million of these, okay, and we're not sure that we're going to get gonna, any more. We don't know if we're able to make more. We don't know. It might just be four million guys. So that's we got to cut. <laughs> we got to cut it off. That's it. I'm sorry. We're just. We may only sell for this generation of Xbox. We think we might only sell the first four million that we made. We're not even sure the factories are going to be able to to make any more. In fact, we lost the plans. Oh, we made the first four million, and then somebody. Somebody took the plans home and their dog ate it. Somebody <laughs> well, took it's the better, plans. It's better than Sony, who just straight up is doing blue light specials. Just randomly, random retailers are just I like, got... I have a PS5. I have four of them. Does <laughs> anyone got... want it? <laughs> I got mine. I got my PS5 at 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 Walmart. And uh, me and too. It was like, me too. And I just I got both I just from checked, Walmart. And I was like, oh, this has got to be like some bunk. Like they accidentally processed it, but it definitely didn't go. And I just checked it. They're like, yep, November 12th, you'll get one. It'll be at your door. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. I'm sure it's going to be some fucked up bullshit. At any rate, at any rate, this is both of like. mine are being mailed to Edgar's apartment. <laughs> this is what it's so. like to be a consumer in America. Okay, folks, I'm just trying. I'm out here. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I need entertainment. I need the game. You need I goods need... and or services. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if like I should just like honestly. Here's the thing. I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna level with everybody. Okay. You know I have a <laughs> gaming. You know I have a gaming PC. Oh, you're all about it. I got an RTX card in there. You know it's good performance. Great performance. You know it's fine. 
Um, I do worry. You know, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I played Last of Us 2 on my PS4, which is like 25 years old. <laughs> like, like the like the Last of Us Two on my PS4, I was like definitely more impressed with the graphics in that than a lot of, a lot of games that I've played on my PC that are like RTX on baby, you know, like controls good. Wait, I love I love the like Reddit crowd of PC gamers who's like, no, it's the best graphics. All you need to do is install eight mods, upgrade the textures back. Yeah, then yeah. you have to do like you know some liquid cooling. You just have to overclock your, no, I your processor, and you're like at that point, I'm building like a no, DeLorean already, and going already, back in time. I've already spent over a thousand dollars on the computer. Okay, my thing was like I'm gonna keep this under a thousand, and then I got a couple of extra things, and it was more than. 1, then you're like, mm, nah, I gotta Fine. get that thousand dollar monitor, and it's in a case that i don't love which again again i'm in the process of building a a wood a wood uh work shop for the express purpose of i don't i've talked about this i know many times but you know i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna start i was like i should get into woodworking because it would be cool to like build a custom case for my pc that's like a really cool fine beautiful like piece of wood woodcraft then i was like cool i gotta like get all this woodworking equipment i'm sure i've talked about this already and now like my garage is like i'm like my i was like okay but my first project should be i'm going to build a workbench right so i can work have a place to work uh, uh, expressly for my woodworking projects and now i'm like <laughs> i've been working because i only really have time on the weekends and even then i don't have like full days to like work on my workbench I'm like, it's such a great, it's such a perfect Josh situation. I'm like, <laughs> I have all of this like shit strewn all over my garage. And I'm like, as soon as I finish this workbench, I can clean everything up. But I've got to finish the workbench to do anything else. And I could really, honestly, while I'm working on it, I could really use a workbench for some of the stuff I'm trying to do. Like I need, <laughs> I need a workbench for certain things. And I'm like, well, I'll just stick it between these two, uh, these two chairs that I have for now and just, just try to try to like sand it like that, I guess. <laughs> Anyhow. So it's great shit. But my point is, so, you know, I, I built this PC, you know, it's kind of chunky. It's in like kind of a chunky steel series case. It's fine. It looks okay. It doesn't look that bad. Um, but like PC gaming is a like kind of a shit show. I mean, I love it, but it doesn't feel like when you like get when I turn my PS my PS4 on PS5 I turn my PS4 on and I'm like I'm gonna play Death Stranding which I'm gonna talk about at some point but um it's just like just is like it's all like everything just works mostly like the way it should and there's no weird shit in it like yeah. ap like applications don't like randomly like change their resolution while I'm in the middle of playing a game like you know it just it just I hate to say it but it just works. It just worked. Well, that was people were complaining because they put out the Super Mario 3D All-Stars pack of like three 3D Mario games from over the years. And people were like, uh, this is just emulation and it still has the same bugs. And it's like, yes, I agree with you. A hundred percent. You can play Super Mario 64 on a fucking toaster in totally. 4K. You totally. don't need this. But you know who does need this? Everyone who doesn't know how to Everyone. install an app. You, just, like, you, just, <laughs> you, just, you know who needs this? You just gesture broadly to all. To, uh, everyone <laughs> everyone everybody else it's like listen i love it i love to tinker but sometimes i'm like just i just want to play this game now please yeah. just this doesn't have me... to be a hobby it just needs to be a pastime i don't want you know anyhow but i you know listen it's it's <sighs> listen i i understand the point is i'm excited about the next generation of these motherfucking consoles me too. I, I can't I, wait. I'm I'm so excited to never turn the heat on in my home again because between the two of them, they're going to be putting off like jet engine fuel levels. Well, I have. Heat. 
I have, uh, you know, I have all the other consoles. So now, you know what's amazing? <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of game consoles, I was playing uh, Deadly Premonition 2 on my Switch, which has a frame rate of like 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 FPS, it, like graphics that are not good. I mean, <laughs> that are just like, not. They're just it's pictures. Ki- it's ki- <laughs> it's kind it's of a flip it loads. It loads. If you go into like another room, it has to load. Like, um, <laughs> It it is like fucking crazy how bad the switch is like just on a purely performance level. There's like <laughs> no one's gonna tell me the switch has great performance. Like no. Breath of the Breath of the Wild looks good, but you know they're cutting so many crazy corners. Oh my god, the there's so many tricks happening to make it look. People like that. are like people are like people are like wow, it's so amazing. You just you know you, you just explore this like open landscape and it's just you and nature. And it's like yeah, it's because they they actually if they put any other like, sprites <laughs> on the screen, it will freeze. <laughs> Like whatever you get into a battle, it's like but that's what Nintendo's you know, good at. They're good at taking like two calculators and being like, "This is Pokemon," and you're like, "Oh shit, this is Pokemon." They're like, they're like, "Look, look, look, look." One calculator can go upside down. You're like, "Fuck, I got it, I gotta get it." It's a regular. They do a regular calculator. Okay, it's a, it looks like a regular calculator. Then you can open it up to a scientific calculator, and then you can flip the one part of it around, and it's two regular calculators facing each other. And you're like. Where do I where, where do please, I sign up? Where do I sign? Where do I sign up? Where do I give you my check? Take take my money. <laughs> Anyhow, so um yeah, so anyway, uh so next gen gaming, such a great fun time for everybody, and we're having such a good time pre-ordering. And also, there's not a single launch title that I give a fuck about. I guess the Oh my god. What? <laughs> I guess like the big I, we talked I, about this last I said week, to John, I, like, but... I said to John, what game do you want? Like I'm gonna get Spider-Man, um, but what game do you want for the PS5? Um, because with the Xbox you get all access or whatever. So I was like, whatever. Uh, well, I don't, PS5, I like, don't get all in... access. I'm gonna try to order it right now while we're talking. Go ahead. I was like, let's um, you know, let's pick a couple games. And he was like, Well, I want Assassin's Creed. I said, Okay, do you want that on the Xbox or the PlayStation? He's like, What's the difference? I'm like, there is none, so just pick one. <laughs> Um, I just, I just, I just opened the Xbox page. It's like out of stock. It's like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm fine with you. I know you're out of stock. Take my order anyway. Give it to me when it's in stock. How are you this bad at this? You try to sell consoles. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I was then we just looked at the schedule of releases and it was like, well, I mean, there's some stuff I want in March. Until then, I guess I'll just play. You know, God of War. (laughs) I'll just play old games. I don't don't know. Good old God of War, which. uh, so I mean, I was like talking about this. Um, well, Laura was like, "Why are there? What, you know, I, so I'm playing Death Stranding again, which I'm going to get into in a second." But like, she was like, "Why is every? Why are these fucking games have like crying babies in them?" And it is true. Like, yeah. there's an there's an inordinate. Like, I was playing this PT remake, you know, and it's like there's a crying baby in that, and and Josh, she's like, "What the fuck?" Well, it used to be little sad girls, right? Like it was like little girls who were sad were in every Yeah, it was game. it was like the the girl from BioShock. She was like, "Oh, daddy, don't" or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um uh the anyhow, but I was like, "Yeah, this is fucked up." Then I saw a tweet and it was like, you know, every game is about like being a father cuz all the people who run gaming are like middle-aged white guys and they're <laughs> all like experiencing fatherhood now for the first time and like every game is about like the responsibility of being a dad and it's so fucking true and it's also so like fuck off like no offense to dads everywhere but you aren't doing shit okay (laughs) i say this from the i know some dads are crushing it you know sure there's a few 
But I know how it breaks down. I'm, we live in America, man. You know, and I've seen it even in myself. I want to be like, I want it to be like fucking cool, woke dad who's fucking taking on doing all the work and take, you know, equal, you know, equal house duties, equal baby duties. You know, so it doesn't work like that. It did not work like that. I was like, I don't, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. I'm a weak person. I can't take care of this child. This child will die if, if you don't, Laura, if you don't step in. And, you know, that's sorry. You know, it's just real. You think you're going to be an awesome dad? You're going to be mediocre. Every uh, parent thinks that they're so special and chosen. And it's like, I mean, I don't have kids specifically because, like, if I wanted to have kids, I could go do it probably accidentally. But I parent, don't. You definitely could. You definitely. But could. I definitely don't want to. And so I'm not. But that doesn't mean, like, like I just feel like every parent I know is can get a little sanctimonious and a little like. Oh, I'm not sanctimonious. Like, you, you don't understand. Well, most parents I know. You don't well, understand you don't. You what don't I'm understand. going through. No, and you don't great. understand. I d- no. I'm sure I don't. No, but no, no, you, no, no. you I, are not a victim. You have no. chosen well, to do this. It's definitely a choice. It's a choice, but sometimes, I mean, if you're, you know, hopefully it's a choice for you. Uh, you know, really not after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It won't no, be. no, sure. You won't have a choice either way. You have no, nothing. Just do whatever the, you'll be. You'll do whatever Trump tells you. He's going to send you an email. He'll say when to have a child and where you're going to give birth to it. Um, and uh, who's going to take care of it? And um, what gender it, it what is. Gender, what one of two genders it will be. Um. And then hopefully it won't grow up to be a man who dresses as a woman and sneaks into changing rooms to harass ladies, which actually is a description, except for the dressing up as a woman, uh, is a description of President Trump. But uh, sorry, I, I said I didn't want to talk about politics. So I was, I'm, of course, referencing J.K. Rowling in the turfs of England. But um, yeah, J.K. Rowling recently wrote a novel about um, how there is a man who dresses up okay. as a woman to like murder women because, because like sex, he's people. like a sex criminal. Yeah. And then and yeah, whatever. OK, wait, can we get back to. So wait, how I was talking about being a dad. Why was I talking about being you a dad? You love Death Stranding. No, 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 no. Oh, so Laura was like, why are all these fucking games have babies crying in them? And, I'm, and then we saw this tweet and it's like, this is it. Exactly. This is it. Uh, and all the dads are like, I got to talk. I get it. You know, like Last of Us is about being a dad. Uh, you know, fucking Death Stranding. There's all this baby stuff in it. Uh, there's a God of War is about fatherhood. I, I'm told you told me. Um, really quickly, I'm looking at the feature, the specs pages for Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what they tout. You ready? <sighs> Twelve teraflops of power says Xbox Series X. Uh, they don't even tell you how many teraflops the PlayStation has. It's ten point two. Oh, so it has fewer teraflops. Yeah, but it, I mean they they're different you... enough that you can't really. I don't even know what a ter- I don't even know what a teraflop is. Okay, that's the important. It's thing. apples to oranges at this. Point. Okay, hold on. Then they got they all have four K. Yeah, hundred twenty FPS. Uh, I mean that's up to. Yeah. I mean, the up Xbox to. goes up to 8K, but like, again, 10 frames. HDR, HDR, HDR. Cool. cool. I guess. Cool. I don't know. They actually don't say. They don't actually say HDR in the uh, one terabyte 4K gaming. Sure. These systems are. Are they not different at all? <laughs> Just to be clear, like, is there actually no difference? There's exclusive games, obviously. Um, no, but and besides then the big that, difference is the controller real. on the PlayStation. Uh, but that's really it. What's the big difference, though? I mean, it's just a place. It's just a controller. 
yeah, it has it's the touchpad and it has the resistance, area. the resistance triggers. People are excited yeah, that's about that's cool. There was adaptive triggers, triggers. haptic yeah. triggers. Get uh, get to grips with immersive adaptive triggers featuring dynamic resistance levels, which simulate the physical impact of in-game activities in select PS5 games. Yeah. I uh, it'll come up great. twice. It'll come up twice. One of them will be in Batman Arkham, whatever, and it'll be cool. And then I'll never do it again. <laughs> so never, you no cool. one's ever gonna, no one's ever going to top in terms of immersive experiences. Rumble. No, no one's oh. ever going to top. <laughs> The Wii U zombie U experience of having to use like your screen on your Wii U controller as like your backpack. And like when you're like messing with your backpack, like you can't, you have to look at your screen on your Wii U controller and you can't. Do you know about this? Do you know about mm-hmm. this? We've talked you about it. You can't. We have. I'm sure we have. You have to like, you know, look up at your screen, keep glancing at it like as if you were really trying to do something in a backpack because the zombies might get you. No one will ever top it. I dare someone to try. And in this essay, I will. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I don't know what's going on anymore. You know, I'm excited about all the gaming. I will say. I'm dying. I cannot wait to see the side by sides of the performance. I'm going to tell you what it's going to be, what the big okay. th- deal Lay is it on be. me. Here we go. PlayStation games are going to be way more optimized because there's going to be first party titles that you really, really have to have. And they're going to be so tightly optimized, but especially by the end of whatever this generation ends in five to 10 years, their games are going to be so to the metal that they look phenomenal. Xbox games, the cross platform ones will look better on the Xbox. There'll be more clarity. There will be more colors, whatever. But even it's spe- even titles specific to the Xbox, like it's exclusive. We own Bethesda now, which we haven't even talked about. Oh, we're gonna like, talk about it, baby. If they make a Fallout, it still has to be, it still has to scale to like every PC and every like PC setup and mm. the multiple Xbox SKUs. So it's never just gonna be as tightly created for that console, which is the point of consoles. But it'll probably have a bunch of games for super cheap on Game Pass. So you're probably going to end up playing games in slightly worse quality on a slightly better console. But because they were free versus having to pay, quote unquote free, versus having to pay for the individual titles on the PlayStation. So, I, I mean, it's it, it's apples to oranges. And, like, the internals are similar enough that the games are going to look very similar, but they're different enough that they're going to look different in different ways. Like they ray trace differently and stuff like that. So right, it's hard to really like compare at this moment, but I, I'm going to say it's not going to be such a stark difference that like, you know, when you were looking at like Dreamcast and Xbox or like, it's such a stark difference between like, you know, the way that the Super Nintendo looks versus the Sega Genesis. Like we're so past that point. You're just going to get some like, clarity differences sort of like if you go online digital foundry does really great videos of this where they'll compare versions of like the outer worlds on every console and i mean it's such minuscule differences and they do matter if you're like a serious serious gamer but <coughs> that's me serious it gamer really, ma- really doesn't matter i'm a serious gamer okay and i need to see I need to just see the differences and I need to talk about the differences and I want to talk to other people about the differences. I want to be that guy at the night at the nightclub talking to the girl about the differences. <laughs> Listen, I would do anything to be the guy at the nightclub right now. I, uh, um, I, uh, I, yeah, sure. Okay. Hold on a second. Now, wait a second. Hold on. 
Now, I'm reading about launch titles for the PS5, which is, as you know, is the system that I will be receiving on launch day. <laughs> uh, Observer Redux. That's a game. Yep. It's a confirmed launch game. I haven't played Observer. I've avoided it because it doesn't really look that good to me, but I guess I'll be playing it now. <laughs> I have no choice. Fortnite, not interested. Godfall, not interested. The new Spider-Man, I'm like, I, I played the first Spider-Man for five minutes. Sorry. Devil May Cry, definitely not interested. Destruction All-Stars, absolutely not interested. Demon Souls, no interest whatsoever. Astro's Playroom, don't know what it is. Oh, we talked about this last week. Don't, not interested. Assassin's Creed will play out of desperation. Hold on. Um, are any of the PlayStation Plus games going to have updated graphics? No. Mm. Games coming to PS5 at or around launch. I don't know what that means. I guess these are close to launch. Yeah, launch window. If I just say some of these names, just they just seem like things that are, you know, Aragami 2. Do you know what that is? These are video game names um, in a movie that the parents disapprove of. Yeah, they're like, they're, she's playing Aragami 2? No way. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Bug Snacks. <laughs> oh, well, Bug Snacks. We have to. We're all going to get Bug Snacks. Okay, this one really sounds like a game I don't want to play. Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead. I think it's a game about making bridges. People love Bridge Constructor. This is the kind of shit. This is the kind of shit. Oh, here's one I won't be playing. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. That's like where the, we get the terrorists by doing some shooting. Control Reagan Ultimate is Ed literally in the game. Control Ultimate Edition. Have it for my computer. Dirt 5. More like uh, dirt. No. Immortals. Phoenix, I think they want to say this is the word is Phoenix, but it's F-E-N-Y-X, which would definitely spell Phoenix. But uh, Phoenix Rising, this looks absolutely horrible and dumb to me. Uh, Madden NFL 21, that's a skip. Marvel's Avengers, that is a skip. NBA 2K21, no. Oddworld, absolutely not. Outriders, don't know what it is. What is it? Outriders. This looks like a game for people who like Destiny. Yeah, I just saw Technomancer class. War on Enoch. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> Overcooked All You Can Eat won't be playing that. Planet Coaster won't be playing that. Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 won't be playing that. <laughs> what? Do I am I even buying a game system? Rainbow Six Siege. Absolutely not. Ration and Clank. No, thank you. Though that game does look kind of fun, I guess. Watch Dogs Legion, maybe. WRC9. I don't even know what that is. It's got to be like a... Uh, it's got to be some kind of European like soccer game, right? <laughs> WRC nine, WRC nine, FIA World Rally Championship. It's like a racing game. Oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> this everyone's sucks. always like freaking out whenever a console launches, like whatever racing game is coming to it. People are like, "Oh my god, it looks so real!" And I'm like, "Just go drive a car." <laughs> Not, honestly, no. Uh, For the price, you could rent a really nice car, go up to the mountains, have a good weekend. Here it is. Here it is, folks. Now, okay, this is boring, but I'm doing it anyhow. I think like I did this last week and I'm redoing <laughs> it. I'm doing now I'm looking at the Xbox ones. Also, I want to say a big fuck you to GameSpot, who has autoplane, autoplane oh, video. Yes, they do. Autoplane yes, video with do. sound. Big fuck you to GameSpot. I know you got to make money, but like your autoplane video with sound is obnoxious. The and worst. Should, and you should stop it. It's offensive to your audience. It's like um, a proprietary video player, too, right? Gears. Gears. Like, I just, I, I'm never going to play Gears. I have bright memory for my computer. I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, These are all the same games. 
Oh, Yakuza like a dragon. We talked about this last week. <laughs> Xbox has more games. Xbox has better games. People Am I crazy? Are freak out at you saying that. I think Xbox might win this generation. I mean, I think Sony has more stuff in the pipeline. I I do think Xbox has a shot this generation. They bought Bethesda. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we got to talk about that. That's big. Uh they spent $7 billion on them. They spent more than Disney spent on Marvel and Star Wars combined. But what's so cool is that that's like not a lot of money to them. I know. <laughs> they, they have $150 billion on hand, so they don't really give a shit. I think it's so cool. Um, You know, oh, this game is Sable. That looks cool. They own Fallout now. They own, they own Fallout. Yeah. So, Elder so Scrolls. Mic- Microsoft bought Bethesda, ZeniMax slash Bethesda. Uh, they own, so what's interesting is they own like this game, um, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is, I believe a PlayStation exclusive. Yep. Uh, not a launch exclusive, but an, uh, a PlayStation exclusive, which looks really cool, honestly. Um, but yeah, ZeniMax has like a, a huge catalog of games. Uh, I'm just going to look here just so I can have it in front of me. What are their games? Library. Uh, the Elder Scrolls, Fallout, they own the Fallout franchise, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom, Rage, Doom. they have all the games. They have all the games for like people who just want to like do shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prey. Prey, which I think Prey is a, an amazing game, which I actually should finish one of these days. I never finished it. Um, uh, Dishonored, I Wolfenstein. Or Wolfenstein, depending on who you talk to. The Evil Within, which the second Evil Within was actually really good, and I started playing it, and that's another game that I should like get back into. And Quake. So they have a ton of really, really popular franchises. I mean, not the least of which is The Elder Scrolls, which includes, obviously, Skyrim, um, which is the game that everybody knows. you know. And like Fallout is huge, or at least it has been. Uh, and then they have a bunch of new games, right? Like they have um, they have this game, uh, Dead, Dead, what is it called? It's like Dead something. Death lock, death load, death break, death, death loop. Time. Death loop. <laughs> it's not death load. Are you sure? Death load. <laughs> We've all death there. load. Sounds illegal. <laughs> Bethesda. Here's what Bethesda has. I mean, that's uh, they don't have everything on the ZeniMax page. Um, yeah, they got this this game, Death Loop. They got Tokyo Ghostwire Tokyo. Um. And uh, that's it. That's all I have. So, so yeah. So now Microsoft owns them, and I, I would, if unless Microsoft is very dumb, very, very stupid. But then again, I don't know. I said this on, I said this on um, Twitter. I was like, okay, coming to the Xbox Series X, like exclusives, new Fallout, new Doom, new. Uh, Elder Scrolls, New Quake, Rage, whatever, and people were like, "I don't know. Don't you think they'd rather just sell more games?" And it's like, I don't think so. I think I don't. I think they're is... gonna. It's gonna be game by game. I think because Microsoft does release a bunch of stuff on the Switch too. Yeah, but I think. Um, yeah, sure, but I think that as far as we are seeing, like, you know, the console wars getting underway. As far as that goes, I think it would be in their tremendous interest if like, you know, in like around launch day, they announced Fallout 5 exclusively for the Xbox. But how about this? 
Yeah, Fallout 5 rolled into your Game Pass. You could just get it for free on Xbox. Oh, if you want it on PlayStation, it's 70 bucks. Seems like a really good way to make money to double dip, but also be uh, pushing people to the right platform. That's interesting. So you're saying you're like, hey, you pay $35 a month for your Xbox Series X, and that'll be included. This will be included in, you know. Or buy it up front and then pay $50 a month and the game is included with all these other great games you love and the whole history of, of Fallout games. But, I mean, if you want to stay with the PlayStation, just give us $70. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, a that's... pretty good deal. I mean, I guess so. I guess so, but you can still get the game, you know. Yeah. The question is, like, would it be a situation where you wouldn't be able to get the game at all? Yeah. Man, I'm looking at the, I got to say, I'm looking at the graphics in uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. There's some ray tracing here, some reflections on some wet pavement, and it looks really, really good. Yeah, I know. Ray tracing is going to be the shit. Ray tracing is going to be great. Well, I feel like we're like ray tracing is so good and important. It's going to be so great. And then maybe we're going to discover that ray tracing isn't all it's cracked up. I mean, it's going to be overused for the first four years. And then people will figure out how to use it. Like Bloom was. Remember Bloom effects are just on everything? Just couldn't Vaguely. see anything? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate, I'm so sick of age gates. Like, honestly, does what's the point of an age gate? Is it a legal requirement? Because, like, you know, it is that, a legal like, requirement. I, it's so dumb. It's so because dumb. They're so like, dumb because tell us you're 30. And you're like, I'm 30. <laughs> I've so been dumb. clicking those boxes since I was like eight years old. No, it's nuts. It's like, it's like, why don't you like, you know, what's the point of having it if anybody can fake it? I don't know. What's the point? Like, Same what is it? Just to, rem- <laughs> just to make me serious? Like, you'd be better off just doing it, having like a really fucked up, like, uh, I don't know, some kind of like. You know, like warning your parents will die in a car accident if you watch this footage. <laughs> that would be more effective. Warning convince your parents, children, like like we did with Santa Claus, convince yeah. them there will be a punishment if they do your it. Your parents will mysteriously disappear if you watch this video, this death loop video. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't know. Maybe that's not it. All right, what else is going on? We've talked enough about the. Who cares about games? We're living in the greatest game ever. <laughs> The game of death? <laughs> a game of death. Uh, you know what game? What's up with this game? Medium. That looks interesting. This is just us talking about games now. Didn't you the say medium. you hated medium? The medium. You hated it. You thought it was terrible. It looks like one of those games that's like spooky and has like stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Like Layers of Fear. I was like, ooh, this looks good. But Layers of Fear is just an annoying game where it's like, here's like a spooky like hand coming out of something. It's all the same shit. It's like Silent yeah. Hill wannabes, you know? Well, that's why I never really understood the horror genre of movies. There are horror movies that I really like. Like, of of course, there's standouts that I'm like, that's a classic. But there are people who just like love B and C schlocky straight to DVD horror movies. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot of severed arms and I'm good. The the best horror movies are ones that are psychologically frightening, not ones that are like visually frightening. A hundred percent agree. You know, like I actually get in some of my favorite movies, which do get gory in parts. I'm never like, I was scarier of Rosemary's baby. I was more scared of Rosemary's baby than I was of like, Oh, Rosemary's baby is is terrifying. Well, it's like, it's like, um, I mean, the exorcist is one of the scariest movies, just absolutely, utterly bone chilling, terror, terrifying, and it's not it does have some really gross stuff in it, but it's really not that kind of movie. It's like it's uh, much more subtle. And of course, David Lynch's movies are are some of the scariest ever made. And those are often oh have have nothing even approaching violence in them, which is what makes them so interesting. So, you know, 
yeah i i agree it's like slasher movies like i mean i don't enjoy it like i like i do love a, a great okay i mean scream which we've talked about many times but scream which was scary in parts but it wasn't like it had gory parts but it really wasn't like i mean it's campy on... it's fun you're just sort of yeah. having fun with the halloween of it all i was having was... a conversation with someone over dinner uh, me and my friend go out to dinner like once a month at social distance outdoors but we go out to dinner and we I, we went out to dinner and she was saying like oh you know i've never seen so many movies and i was I was saying, well, you know, John had never seen the scary movie parodies. And she's like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, scary movie? Like, it's a parody of Scream. Oh, yeah, I won't, I won't watch those. I won't watch she, was like, she was like, oh, I've never seen Scream. I was like, you've never seen Scream? And she Who was like, this? I don't know. I, my friend Chelsea. And she was oh, like, I prefer Chelsea. horror movies. And I was like, that is a horror, but it's not real. It, I, I was like, but how so do like, I so like, it? So she likes, she likes movies where there's like a ghost or a devil or something, right? Yeah, but like, like she wants to or see like some a, fucked up shit possessed baby or something yeah yeah yeah. i'm not interested in that i mean those don't do it's like i i'm not saying i wouldn't enjoy them i'm not saying i wouldn't enjoy you know like i'm trying to think of one of these you know the, the possession you know what of, i you know what i don't want to watch a fucking haunted doll i've never wanted yeah, to see a yeah. haunted doll chucky's yeah. funny and tongue-in-cheek but other I than that no i wouldn't watch a chucky movie personally i'm not into chucky fuck chucky actually <laughs> i have no idea i not like chucky i have a hate intense hatred for hatred chucky. chucky personal a personal issue with chucky no i like yeah i don't think i don't think so that's an interesting thing is that a lot of games in the horror genre now you know i just played this pt remake which did you play it by the way yeah no not the remake i still haven't played it i downloaded right. it but i never played it well, I played the original demo. From what I can tell, based on watching footage of the PT of PT, it's very, very, very faithful, and it is fucking terrifying. Uh, and it is terrifying. You know, it's the it is gory in some parts, and there is some really weird like visual stuff going on. But it is just like uh, it just gets the tone right. You know, it just gets a really this really upsetting tone. A lot of horror games. This is actually my problem. Is like. Like I, I, I tried to play this game Outlast, which, which actually is, has some interesting conceptually, some interesting ideas, but Outlast is like, it's like, it's like Eli Roth, like torture porn kind of uh, horror, you know, like that's the concept of the game is like some fucked up guy with like a bloody apron is going to like, try to like stab you in the mouth and, <laughs> and. You know, and like and like you're like running from this guy. He's like trying to get you and you have to hide under a bed and, you know, you have to like hold your breath and it's like yeah like this is not what's what this is why like the resident evil games are so good because sometimes you do have to do stuff like that like in resident evil 2 the resident evil 2 remake which is insane like such an insanely good game but you play as like in one part you play as a kid and it's really 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 upsetting and hard and upsetting and like that but like um it's more it's a lot more fun you know mm -hmm. it's a lot more fun than it is like trying to like just it, there are intensely creepy parts but it's also like really enjoyable and fun to play and it's not like mired in this like it's like not like the slipknot of video games like a lot of these games are like are like slipknot and i don't know if, if my if our listeners will i don't know if tony knows who slipknot is because they're kind of i mean I, I, if you don't know who slipknot is like i guess i can't help you but like you know or like corn you know these games are like corn you know and yeah, i don't like it's corn. the back it's the back part of the hot topic yes it's the back it's pot, like, part of like a lot of, of these, like, like uh, Spencer's. scary. I mean, to some extent, <laughs> Silent Hill became like that, but the original Silent Hill had much, had a lot more like, it had a lot more like story and kind of psychological horror going on than just like pure like 
horror porn, you know? Yeah. Not to be confused it, with porn. I mean, the thing that I porn. really, the thing I guess that I really just don't give a shit about or like care to watch, both because it's gross, but also because I don't really see the value in it, it's just like butchery. Like, I just don't need to see butchered flesh for the sake of butchered flesh. Like, that doesn't oh, really don't, do it for me. Don't watch the Nick then, my man. <laughs> my suggestion to you. No, it's hard enough watching The Real Housewives. Oh, Zing. God. Oh, anyhow. <laughs> plastic and surgery joke. Very um, good. Well, the Nick is, there is some plastic surgery, but it's from 1920, so it's not really what you have come to expect, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, speaking on. of. Yes. <laughs> this week. Great, great segue to whatever it is we're about to talk about. Uh, Brody Jenner loves blackface. Have you ever seen Brody this? Jenner? Brody, first off, Brody Jenner. I last time I saw Brody Jenner is I tried to watch the uh, Hills reboot, and uh, I was like, "Oh, this is bad. It stinks," and I have to stop watching it. You know, I love the Hills, but uh, I can only tolerate so much. Brody Jenner uh, posted, and Scott Disick, and a bunch of other people posted uh, pics from this app called Gradient, and they obviously were paid, either paid or are invested in it because that definitely seems the kind of dumb thing that they would do. Um, and it's like a really shady sketch ass app, but they have a filter, which is like <sighs> ostensibly supposed to be like what you'd look like if you were from Asia or Africa. I mean, just, you know, you can do the, the mental. What do you, you know, think you would look like if you were Indian? Is it brown face? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just think yes. it's like it, I think even very sophisticated blackface is blackface, you know? Yeah, or 100%. brown face. I just think generally speaking, generally speaking, don't pretend to be other races. Don't, How about don't that? do it. Don't do a. Don't do yeah, it. Don't do impressions of other races. I think How there's a really. I think there's a really clear line with filter with face filters. Okay, I'm not saying don't use face filters. I think there's ones that do stuff to your face. You know, they add some makeup to it. Right or like put a funny hat on you or some glasses or whatever. And then there's ones that I'm turn a cat you, now. There's ones that turn you into a black version of yourself, and it just looks really fucked up and racist. You know, yeah. it's like you should be able to like see I the mean, difference. I know common sense doesn't exist. I do know that now. Yeah, but you'd yeah. think you'd think you would you think, would think. <laughs> you would think they you would think it somebody around like Scott Disick or Brody Jenner would be like, hey, 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 uh, Brody, hey, bud, bro, hey, bro. <laughs> This is um. I think this is gonna people are gonna this is gonna look a little racist. I think it looks kind of like blackface. He'd be like, "Oh, dude, you're right. Yeah, sorry, bro. That's bad. I'm gonna delete this app." <laughs> you know, Scott Disick is like he would look up from the mirror of cocaine and uh, and uh, who's the girl he dates now? Richie, maybe Sophia Richie. I want to say, yeah, yeah. I don't She's know like if they 22. still twenty two. Yeah, and she would look up from the cocaine plate, and she'd be like, <laughs> "You know, Scott, I think that app is actually my." It might come off as racist. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so right. Because he's, you know, high on coke. And, uh, <laughs> you it's know, three times as racist as no, normal racist. You think one of his bros. three races at once. You think what a Scott Disick's like, you like, he's like, yo, bro, we're going to go look at that sushi spot today. We're opening that new sushi restaurant. Or because that's what Scott Disick is always doing. It's like, yo, bro, we're going to start a car company or something like that. And then. <laughs> They'd have been like they're like in there they're in the back of a Hummer or whatever new the new Hummer is like one of those G wagons and uh, you know somebody's like yo bro hey this app's racist man this is don't do this and he's like dude you're so right here do you want another bump of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> anyhow they didn't do that they didn't do it 
And the app makers who are like, uh, from somewhere, <laughs> it's like doing something with your data. The app makers are like, maybe two Russian guys backed by a Chinese company, but you know, whatever. It's fine. I don't care. I don't personally care. Um, but then again, I'm not doing like Facetune shit. So anyhow, they're like, they're like, oh, hey, let's do the thing. Let's do the race filter or whatever. But then also they're like, they have a filter, which they advertise on their website. I wonder if it's still there. Hold on. Let me just check it out right now. Gradient. The app is called Gradient, in case you're wondering. AI face changer is what they say. AI face. Have they updated? No, they have not updated it. Your ethnicity, ethnicity estimate. What's your DNA ancestry? The app asks. It takes a picture of your face and it says, Oh, this, here's, here's a picture of Elvis Presley, 39% Jewish, which is not an ethnicity, just to be clear. It's not. We can debate that, but Jewish is not an ethnicity. And, and I mean, there's a lot of arguments. It's just not. Um, Eastern European is, and there are a lot of Jews from Eastern Europe. At any rate, uh, Jewish, Scottish, American, British. British, also not an ethnicity. American, <laughs> not an ethnicity. Scottish. Non-ethnicity. These are just stereotypes that these people are just look like. These are these are just the Jewish Jewish. It has like a. I don't even think it's an Israeli flag. It's like a fake flag. Whatever. The point is, the shit is so fuck, like so racist and like bad and dumb, and is all of the stuff that's wrong with like the world right now. Where you're like, he's a this thing. It's like, you know, like who cares? I mean, it's fun if you're like researching your ancestors i think that's wonderful if you're using it to like define your existence then you're a fucking loser and a dork and you suck sorry you know like i mean i just think if you're like i'm you know a scottish i'm scottish and i so i do scottish stuff it's like i don't know it's like horoscope people who are like you know i love cupcakes because you know i'm a cancer like, what <laughs> what are you talking wrong. about she's a cancer all right um here's the thing I'm from a Russian-ish area, which may or may not have been the Ukraine and or like uh, what's Hungary and some other places at some point. You know, I love vodka. <laughs> you know, is it because of my Eastern European ancestry? It's hard to say. Is it because I'm an American suffering through a tremendous uh, <laughs> uh, depression right now uh, and living in a hell world that is quickly approaching like civil war territory? I mean, maybe it's possible. We don't know. Luckily, Gradient will tell me and then also show me what I look like if I were black. And then also sell your face data on <laughs> the black sell my market. Sell face data to Vladimir Putin personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Whatever. So, yeah. So, don't do the Gradient app, okay? I have don't. a nicer. I have a nicer thing. A nicer thing. This is Let's... a new part of the podcast where it's just well... a little bit better. <laughs> Go ahead. That's fine. I was trying to find a positive news story. Here's one. Oh. Yeah. IKEA is launching its own secondhand store to cut down love on it. waste. I'm loving it. It's all about upcycling and not having to go on sketchy Craigslist forums to mm. I've just bought something furniture. on Craigslist actually and it was great. Yeah, I thought well, it was a great experience. I mean, you know, there have been Craigslist murders, so if you win some, yeah. you lose some. I mean, I I was, you know, I did murder somebody when I picked up the, the thing. But um the uh so so you know, IKEA, if you've ever been to an IKEA, and Tony, I don't heaven. know if you have heaven. or not. Absolute heaven. Also I hell. Not, also I would hell also, on earth. I would say more definitely more in the hell range of feelings. Well, it starts off good because right, you're at the cafeteria, you've got a lot of big hopes and dreams, you've signed up for the family discount card. Well, you're yeah. ready to go. You're like, I'm yeah. gonna pick out a, a dresser. And then you're surrounded by a family of fifteen inexplicably nine of 
of which are babies, and they're all crying, and you can't move. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a. It happens. You have to walk ha- through a hundred living rooms. I mean, I will say this. Exit. I will say this. In regular places, <laughs> and honestly, in regular places, like IKEAs are pretty enjoyable. In and in I'm just Brooklyn, gonna, I'm, just, yeah, I'm going to be straight with you. Like in around in New York and the surrounding areas, you know, it, it's like a trader. Like in trader, like in Pittsburgh, a Trader Joe's is a wonderful place. Yeah. People love going to Trader Joe's. Okay, it's enjoyable. like they got those nuts I like. They got prices are great, organic, everywhere. JoJo's, JoJo's, uh, but in New York, going to a Trader Joe's is ups- an upsetting experience. It's I mean, like, it is. It's very similar to a war zone. It's like a war zone. It's like you are embattled. It's like you are gonna have to get into a, a physical altercation with somebody because you know to get your JoJo's or whatever. That's IKEA in New York is like that, but like everything is like hyper, like it's all quadrupled because it's ikea is fucking huge and everybody needs stuff and it's hard to buy stuff in new york and and everybody waits for the weekend because you can't go during the week because you're busy well this is the way it used to be you know and also everyone's getting it delivered so there's a giant line to have there's lines everywhere there's lines everywhere and also ikea is a store where and i'm tony knows this but i might as well say it a store where they're like here's a huge pallet take this pallet on wheels and pile things or like here's a gigantic cart and pile whatever put a sofa on there put a put a dining room table on there you know put a dining table on there and then you're like steering you want to buy some plants for your apartment put like several palm trees on a pallet and then just steer it around the store you need some fucking giant picture frames as well it's like that it's like it's like you're at a you know, I don't know what the right thing to compare it to is. It's like Costco in New York. Go to a Costco in New York. It's a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah. The but so anyhow, so IKEA. But okay, I was getting to a point, which is that IKEA in every, in, at least in every store that I've been to, has a little section usually near the checkout. It's like this weird little room. Oh, I know the room. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the room of stuff that got like kind of yes. fucked up or damaged or was like or an open box right away. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like you know a it's room of stuff that they so like weird put on discount and it's like things are sort of like you're like it's one it's like it's like, like if all was, the if all the furniture was pixar animated those ones are a little sad or off yeah 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 and it's like they're ones like where it's like uh i'm a good this, chair it's like this bed it's like this was a bed frame that has like it has like a foot a headboard and a footboard but like the footboard is missing or like yeah i'm a dresser like, but one of the drawers doesn't open yeah it's like a chair What's with in three, there? It's, like, it's a chair with like three legs there's like one that's just missing or whatever. Yeah. Or like, or like, you I'm know, a it's leather like, couch that has been slashed with a knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or there's like, you know, there's like a, uh, a dresser that has like a veneer and like on one side of the dresser, the veneer just is off and you can see the exposed, like a particle board underneath or something, you know, or it's one strip of it along the edge and it's cheaper. It's cheap. It's like, this is cheap furniture. You can buy it. It's like secondhand. So I think what they've done is they've taken those little rooms and they've made one gigantic room in sweden yeah and and then people can bring furniture back and upcycle it and buy new furniture which i think is good i think it's good to reuse stuff i also think ikea should be very clear that they're gonna help supply the missing parts or like cover the particle board with a little magic marker or something i think they will let me see do they have we have photos i'm looking here is this a photo that's an ikea that's just an ikea um I don't see any photos here. Um, 
Well, it, they they do say that they're going to be doing some repairs and they're going to be doing some like, you know, resurfacing of things to help it, it, the, this part of the store, which will be called um, Retuna. Which, yeah, Retuna. Very, yeah. very cute Swedish name. I I want to say Ikea is, you know, people love Ikea. People, you know, Ikea is like, you know, there was this. There was this period of life in the late 90s, mid to late 90s, where there was like a group of things that went together that you it really signaled that you were a certain kind of person. I feel like it was like Ikea, Volkswagen cars and Apple computers. I feel like those three things were like a, you would find them in a lot of situations. It was like this, like I'm getting my life together. It was like people who are like, I'm finally getting my life together. And so I'm. Sh- I bought some furniture at IKEA. I got finally got one of those Clambook Macs, those multicolored Clambook Macs, <laughs> and I'm driving a VW Golf. I'm not saying that this was me, but like definitely did all of those things. <laughs> yeah, there's like, a genre of person who like was heavily inspired by like uh, network sitcoms and the WB. And, but, and also, like, Europe, I want also that Europe. lamp. And also, you're like Europe, European. It's like European stuff is just a little bit better. It's yeah, just a metrosexuality, bit... where yes, you get one yeah. of those lamps from Target that's like yeah. it's a cone. It's yeah, also well, like, like like also this is like Philip Stark. Remember what Philippe, or Philippe Stark? Remember when he made all the Target like cutlery and stuff? Like mm-hmm. that's like more like early two thousands. But wait, like two... who who did the Target? It was um ah uh... yes yeah I know who you're thinking of. You know who I'm thinking of. Wait, Isaac which, Mizrahi. What? Yeah, Mizrahi. Isaac Isaac. Mizrahi. That was a little bit later. That was a little bit later than the Philippe Stark collaboration. But the Philippe Stark collaboration is kind of post this era. At any rate, it's like end of the uh, 2000s, uh, you know, this trifecta. But IKEA is interestingly – and I and I, and, and IKEA, I think, is like obviously to some degree very responsible for people thinking about design in their homes. And that's really interesting. But they're also one of the worst offenders in history for making – Things that normally were you bought for a lifetime into things that would that you might throw out in a couple of years and then buy more of, right? Like it used to be if you bought nightstands, uh, that was the kind of thing you were like, I'm buying nightstands now, and I for the foreseeable future, maybe the rest of my life, these are going to be nightstands that I have. You know, mm-hmm. you weren't like, well, maybe in a few years I'll get rid of. These I remember my new parents inherited my grandma's um like bedroom furniture set when they got married yeah yeah and that's shit that was uh, it's a literally lifetime sometimes multiple lifetimes dressers beds dining room tables dining room chairs uh uh you know items you might put in your kitchen and everybody should at some point i mean i would guess that everybody listening to this and i would guess that most people have things in their house that are like this was my grandmother's and my mother had and they gave it to me or whatever you know little things like whatever but then also big things couches when you bought a couch in the old days you weren't like in a few years i'm going to get rid of this couch if it's 19 and then this is a bit a long time ago but 1965 when you bought a couch you weren't buying a couch for 5 years you were buying a couch for life potentially you know, you were buying like you were buying things that like stereos. You weren't buying a stereo and going like, oh, in a couple of years, I'll upgrade the stereo. There was no such thing as an upgrade. Upgrade didn't exist. You bought what you could afford and you expected to have it forever to some degree. Dishwashers, refrigerators, washers and dryers. There are houses that have washers and dryers in them that are 30, 40 years old. There's a reason, you know, that's how they were built. So anyhow, I, but Ikea popularized in many ways this concept 
of disposable furniture, of furniture that could be very easily smashed or broken down or just put outside or whatever. It didn't cost you that much in the first place. And then you might replace it with more Ikea stuff, you know? And the concept of disposable furniture, the concept of disposable fashion, the concept of disposable uh, home goods, and to some degree, you know, the things that we live with, like electronics, some of them, obviously, there's, there is progress there. I, you know, CES, they have new refrigerators at CES every year, okay? Every year, they have a new refrigerator. And they've been doing that for a long time. I mean, they're going to have one virtually next year. But, you know, so I, but there is this, like, I do think just generally speaking, especially now, where thinking about where we're at, Ikea did something very bad to the world. Which and I think it made gave an entire generation of people this idea that like you your furniture is going to kind of be cheap and bad and like you'll throw it out at some point and get more of it, and it's a pretty bad horrible idea in, in the long run. It creates waste. It creates it it contributes to to climate change in all the um, greenhouse gases that are emitted in the production of that stuff. Um, it creates additional waste in landfills as people throw things out that they really shouldn't be throwing out. It, it devalues. I mean, the products themselves are like devalued in a way that I think is just kind of generally bad for the way we think about like stuff we live with and how we live, you know, and it, and it creates a like crass consumerism. And I say this is a man who upgrades his iPhone every year, but it did create like a type of crass consumerism that that spread to places like Walmart and to Target and all these other places that I think is like if you go way deep down, if you look way deep down at like the progression of like uh, how we've arranged ourselves economically, particularly in America, but you can look across the, the world, you know, we have built mountains of uh, businesses, huge businesses on this concept of like cheap disposable shit that you're always going to buy some more versions of that you don't have to like think too much about. And then it will be, is like plentiful. And like that stuff only exists because of like utter destruction that we've done to human beings and the planet. And so to, to Ikea, I say, fuck you, Ikea. But also I can't wait to check out your secondhand shop. <laughs> That's my rant. I own a lot I of turned your nice stuff. Thing, I turned your nice thing into a, a not nice thing kind of rapidly. I own a lot of Ikea stuff and I think their food is delicious, but I agree. Like, you know, all capitalism is bad. There is no no ethical consumption under capitalism. I don't know if it's true or not, but here's what I will say. I, and I've talked about this before, but one of the things I loved when I first lived in New York is that you could literally go through the trash and find amazing shit. I'm actually looking right now at a a cart. I have a cart in my office, this metal cart, um, which I have had for, you know, two decades now or something. And I'm pretty sure I found it in the trash. Somebody was like throwing out like a really cool, like kitchen cart, like a professional kitchen cart. And it's really nice. I mean, it probably cost a couple hundred bucks when whoever bought it. And it's very utilitarian, but it's really great. But, you know, I think um, I, I feel like I, well, when I was first living in New York, I didn't, I was kind of broke. And so, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of options, you know, and I tried to avoid buying Ikea stuff because I mean, frankly, for me, I was like very bored of Ikea stuff. And I thought like, it was, it looked like I, when you had a lot of Ikea stuff in your apartment, it just looked like you had an Ikea apart. You know what I mean? It looked like one mm-hmm. of those areas of the Ikea store. I had a point where I, when I first moved to New York, I had this like Ikea futon. I had my TV on like an Ikea cabinet. I had an Ikea chair. I had an Ikea side table and coffee table and an Ikea lamp. And like my, honestly, my, my, my like living area look just looked like a staged Ikea room. And so like, I tried to replace 
as much of it as I could with things that were from other places, like disparate places. And, and oftentimes when I was living in Greenpoint in Brooklyn, uh, those things came from the trash. Like I found awesome shit in the trash, like lamps and old school lockers and this like rolling cart and this weird little like thing. This I is, but like this is, bar. this is a totally a thing in New York. And I, you know, if someone's yes, listening yes. to this, you weren't just a random person picking through trash. Like this is definitely a real thing that really is like, you can go on no, the street in my neighborhood and yeah. find like priceless art and furniture just sitting I on think the somebody, sidewalk. Yeah. I think somebody just wrote an article about how like during the pandemic, uh, hold on a second, pandemic furniture, uh, garbage, New York. I feel like I just saw a story where they were saying that like all of these people, uh, stooping free furniture off NY streets better than ever. Thanks to, here you go. Stooping, I guess is what it's called. Um, New Yorkers revel in virus fueled gold mine of free street furniture. <laughs> this is so fucking great. And I know, I know so many people, uh, who have found furniture, great furniture on the streets. And by the way, this is the other thing is that New York's full of like rich motherfuckers who are like, here's a Lynn Rose sofa. It's like $10,000. I'm throwing it away. And it's just outside. You're like, this is a, so, this is a valuable piece of furniture. Um, yeah. You like honestly scoop them up quickly before the bed bugs get to them. You got, well, that's the thing is you can't get, I personally, I would not take things that had any kind of like upholstery or stuffing. I would avoid those. That's that's me, you know? Maybe yeah. if they were outside. I, mean, I just don't want other people's smells. I get that. If they were outside in very cold, very cold weather, I might, because that'll kill the bad bugs. I love this art. I love that this is a New York Post article. Who f- They suck, but I do love this article because it is exactly what I'm talking about. And, like, it's it, this furniture has so much personality. This is the other thing. But anyhow, but the point is, sorry, getting back to the Ikea thing is, like, I think it's good that they're doing this. And part of it is environmentally uh, – an environmental, you know, push. Look at this beautiful desk this girl found. I'm looking at this article. Sorry. She found this beautiful uh, writing desk. I mean, I am so jealous of this writing desk. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and they, somebody put it in the garbage. I actually found a little writing desk as well in the garbage, uh, uh, which is like this beautiful Rococo, like very like beautiful, like Burlwood Rococo writing desk. It's impractical, but it's awesome. At any rate, the point is, Get creative. You know, get out to the garbage. Go out to the garbage. If you live in New York, if you live in New York, you should be absolutely fucking scouring the garbage for great shit. But, like, I do think um, I do think it's, like, one of those things, like, it, you know, that we, we kind of overlook it. We don't think too much about it. But Ikea really contributed to a very unhealthy relationship with stuff. Like, f- stuff. Yeah, it was one of those things. It just like in the 90s, it just burst onto the scene, at least here in America. And it suddenly was like, I can get a set of plates for what? Five dollars for like eight plates? Like that doesn't make any sense. But like, okay. And then it's like, you know, when the plates don't cost very much. That's everyone. Nowadays, everybody talks about how like there's a conspiracy for China to take your jobs. There's no conspiracy. You chose to go to Walmart or right. Ikea well, and buy well, things in well, bulk for a very low price. Yes. Yes. And you that don't, is what happened. You definitely don't think it. it's. Nobody uh, thinks it's going to happen. And we're all desperate. We all want to save money. Totally. I, yes. But that's I, I, how this happened. It didn't happen because of a secret plan. It happened because it cost $5 less. I do think I will say, um, you know, 
people don't downstream of this of these decisions. There are lots of decisions that happen. I don't I don't blame the consumer. I don't put the onus purely on the consumer. Now, admittedly, being an educated consumer is important. I was an I was there was a period where I was not an educated consumer about furniture, and I was like going to IKEA and spending a decent amount of money, but getting a lot of stuff and then getting rid of it every couple of years and getting more stuff. You know, like I don't believe that it's the onus is completely on the uh, consumer. But I will say we accelerated. We've talked about this before, but you talk about all this like shipping jobs to China and all that stuff. Like we had policies that accelerated. I like I said, the one place where maybe Trump and I have some agreement, maybe the only place that exists, is this idea that we like kind of shipped all of our jobs, a lot of our jobs to China in bad trade deals where we let our companies off the hook. We let companies in America sure. off the hook. People like and Trump did it. <laughs> yeah, people like Trump absolutely did it. Like Trump did it personally. Like his shit is made in China, but like. But to be clear, like it is, I would rather, and this is not a popular opinion, and it's an opinion I can say from a place of privilege, and I admit that, and I'm not saying it that this is like, there is also like, you know, we had this boom of a middle class in America, and it felt like that that middle class boom was going to spread, go further and further and further into this place where the middle class rose to there's a demand for certain things like for certain products for certain experiences for certain luxuries which would have been out of reach right so we're like how do we drive down the cost there's this pressure from the market that says the middle class is booming how do you drive down the cost of these things but then the middle class boom stopped to some extent it kind of we were like oh well like once you start to this weird balance started to happen where you, once you start to drive down the cost of those things by taking the cost out of the product and putting it on the laborer and saying, well, the late, the cheaper labor is available elsewhere. So could I get cheaper labor? Cause New York, cause people like in New York city or in even in Iowa or whatever, can't, you know, in Idaho can't, there's a certain wage they won't accept. And frankly, it would be illegal here. Right. Which is good. We have laws about how much you can pay somebody, which usually are enforced, but like, then you go, Oh, well in Thailand, I can, I, pennies on the dollar, I can get this kind of work. And then what with this insane balance that happened is that like you take the manufacturing and all these jobs and stuff out of because you want to make create things that are more affordable to this booming middle class. And suddenly you like put a fucking pin in the bubble of the middle class that's growing because the jobs that they had that were those middle class jobs like manufacturing are fucking blown away. And it's like this incredible. I mean, could somebody have seen it? Did somebody see it? I'm sure there are people who were like, we shouldn't do this. And here's why. But it is that thing where we are so out of balance on so many things. I really do think, like, I really do hope for and pray for that America as a country goes back to doing, to making more things here, to like having, there are more jobs for people that produce things that people need, like need, I think being the operative word there. I, I would love to see like an America that, that puts some focus back on people who have gone from middle class to, to, you know, from, from middle income to lower income, um, people who have n will never get a shot at going to that middle, that middle class or middle income place because they've been so oppressed by the systems that we've created here. But like, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to get into a, and this is a political thing now, but it's really, but like you, you, but it also does require, now there are systems that can change it, but it also does require a cultural or societal change in what we value to me. And that's where like you get into this conversation about the iPhone and like why we upgrade the iPhone every year, you know, like fuck you. If you can prove to me the big leap that we made from the last iPhone to the newest iPhone, like, like you, like what do you, what 
the camera's a bit better. It was, it was dark green. The, it was dark green. The processor's a bit faster. Like, this is all important stuff. But, like, it should be – we can still – we can have innovation without the feeling that that you need to throw out this thing that's perfectly fine and good and excellent and does everything you want and replace it with something that has, like, space for one more row of icons. You know? Because, like and, – and listen, as a person who loves crass consumerism, as a crass consumer – I'm like arguing against my own interests here, but like I, what I've what I've come to start think, feeling and thinking about, particularly obviously over the last you know four years of you know three and a half years of Donald Trump, but o- over time as I've gotten older and as I've had a kid and as I've started to live with more things that I value that I like was like I bought this chair because this particular chair I love and I want and I don't have any plans for it to be replaced with anything else I thought particularly because you know I'm a furniture nerd and I've spent a lot of time thinking about that I've thought about how that extends to everything else I bought shelves now this again from a place of privilege and and unbelievable like uh, a blessing to have any of the things that I have or have ever done any things I have but I bought shelves for my house that are very expensive for my books they're very expensive. They're like prohibitively expensive, but that I will never, ever, ever, ever in my lifetime, and I hope I live to be a fucking hundred, will never replace them with anything. They will have those books on there for the entire my entire life, and I hope they'll have for the length of Zelda's life and beyond. Will those books, those shelves, will be used, and they will, and they are they are built well enough that they could be. And to me, like there's a there's a if you do the math on that. You know, there's there is an exchange there, and like there's just I just think it's like I, I would not mind paying double the price for an iPhone if I felt like we had started to get some more sanity about what we're why we're asking people to spend money on things, and started to actually show the value of what we're spending money on more clearly than just saying the screen's bigger this year, you know. So I brought this back to technology, which I'm so happy about. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's time for us to wrap up, right? I've rambled for a very long time now. Yeah, let's talk about I've nice gone things. through I've gone through an entire like uh entire theory of economics in this in this podcast. Very good. <laughs> all because of IKEA. All because of motherfucking IKEA. Anyhow, the Flurn chair is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of the one of my favorite things about IKEA and, and 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 a thing that I loved at IKEA, even if you were having a horrible experience, was going to the ikea cafeteria and getting the best. ikea food like they just had just the best. Just a novel like they had like novel like you know swedish stuff but also like a hot dog if you want it but also it was just fun to like be in that environment there's something and it all cost eight dollars for very a cheap tray Again, of food on on the backs of labor uh underpaid uh labor but you know fun stuff uh no ikea is fine except for all the ways in the in the in the all the ways that it isn't it's you know what? All right. It's good. It's good. I'm looking at the IKEA website right now and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, the stocks on the bench is actually pretty nice. <laughs> I'm literally like after doing this 20 minute screed about uh, you know, fast fashion or whatever, I'm like, I should buy 10 shirts. <laughs> um, anyhow. All right, let's do nice things. Let's do it. You start. Um, okay. I had a rough week, um, which started with um, you know. It started and it, it, it last week ended with and then this week started with the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which very bad. That was know, uh, fr- Friday night. Yeah. Whatever you think of her. Um, 
it's the results will be horrible. And um, my friend who I was going to dinner with um, has is her personal life is much more in the balance than mine even is as a queer person. Um, so, you know, it was just like my marriage could, you know, we could wake up. Someone pointed out to me this week that the, uh, the Iggy Azalea, Britney Spears song, pretty girls is older than gay marriage in the U S. Um, so you I don't, know, I don't that, know the song. I don't want to be that guy, but uh... Uh, most people don't, it wasn't a hit. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's a, um, it could all vanish quickly and hers is far more precarious, but, you know, I sat down for dinner and we had had a very rough night of like, we waited on the corner for a long period of time to get a table that was far enough away. It was a whole thing. And I sat down finally and she was like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. (laughs) We had a very expensive sad dinner. Oh, oh. (laughs) you mean like you went, you didn't know and then you sat down and then you got the news. Yeah. As we were about to pay like $90 for dinner and then it was the worst, saddest experience. But we cheered each other up. Um, and, you know, I was in a funk all week. I really could not get out of bed for most of this week. It was just, it was, it was bleak times over here. I was lucky that I showered every day. Um, but I kept my head above water. Um, and eventually last night, John was like, he coaxed me into wanting to watch TV or something. Mm. Um, and we watched Pen15, which I know you're not the biggest fan of. Hey. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the end of the season had this arc about doing the school play. And I, of course, did a ton of school plays. No. And it just took me back to, like, the experience that just, like, that just you never have again in your life. Just the, the the specifics of the situation, just the way that stage managers act and the way that props get moved around the stage or, like, you know, the, the fact that the way that theater teachers in high school are probably, no offense to a theater teacher who teaches in a high school, probably the worst person to teach you theater. <laughs> um it, it's just it was, i know what you mean though i know exactly what you mean <laughs> you know what i mean you know yeah. what i mean like like this and and just reading lines that you don't even know what the emotions or the feelings that these people are going through because the characters are 45 and it's written right by you're, a reading, like, you're reading like a streetcar like, desire yeah, or whatever <laughs> you're 12 years old and you're in aging makeup and you're like listen here joan <laughs> Um, you're the death of a salesman you're like i don't even what is a salesman i don't even know what they do you're like you're like what people had to go to war um and so you know it it just took me back to like i forgot the stakes of that and like the like the things i thought i learned for the rest of my life and like the power trips i went on and just like it it really it was a nice regression and a reminder yeah. that like yeah. right now is not what it has always been. And it's not what it will always be. And <laughs> yeah. That's like, good. you know, it, I thought I'll, my life will have another season. And it was just interesting. Cause I'm in such a different place. Will in my it, life Ryan now. will it though. That's, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't want to be that guy, but Listen, I, I maybe in that season might be radioactive, but the yeah, weather will be like, different. It's like, maybe, um, no, it was that's nice. Really- it That's was funny. Nice. So it doesn't have to be pen fifteen for you, but whatever takes you back there is is the thing. I get it. It's interesting that you just made me think of while you were describing that. You made me think of this time when, I, for whatever reason, you know, I was in when I was first lived in Brooklyn. I had some friends here. We had a band. My brother and I, we had a band with with our friends Andrew and Hal, um, called Good Morning. And uh, and then at some point, I don't know, we got this idea. Eric had it, or I had it, that we were going to shoot this. Um, this like kind of Miami Vice ish knockoffs. This is the lobby for the Miami Vice like reboot, but like in a very similar style, like shot on like a video camera. We were gonna do like kind of like a Miami Vice gritty 
New York based Miami Vice kind of knockoff, which had like never really had. I don't know what we were thinking, but we were going to shoot it. <laughs> it didn't have a plot exactly, but we were kind of writing it on the fly. And um, we shot like three episodes of it. I and mean, they were very short. They were like, you know, a couple minutes long or whatever. But it's called Turf, by the way. Um, and uh, Turf, like the stuff you stand on, not a uh, trans exclusionary radical feminist. <laughs> um, and I realize now I have to. I have to. The I world is so this. bad that everything you say could also be a Nazi thing. I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then so how so how was in it was in a it was in one of the scenes that we were doing. You know how who played you know bass in our band. And, um, and I don't remember, I don't remember what it was. We got into a huge argument, like a massive, like I was directing him to do something and like, he wasn't quite doing it right. And we got into this like huge screaming argument about it. And I was just thinking, like, I was just thinking how completely insane it, it was that any of us at, we, for whatever reason felt so uh, emotional it certainly was me i mean it's definitely me about something that was absolutely like number one we definitely started to as a joke like was a total like let's make a funny video like and then and then you know of course you know i have uh, i definitely uh, like in keeping with my whole mo made it way too took it way too seriously and got way too into it and uh, and then I was just so upset about like him not doing something right in my scene that I like lost my shit on him and we had a huge screaming match and I like had to like leave the apartment I was like I I can't be here right now. Uh, anyhow, I was just thinking about it like how much the things that you were talking about <laughs> reminded me of of that. I mean, I produced one show. I was like backstage staff for one show, um, which was um, for my theater major. I had to do it, and I was on such a I my anxiety was so high and I was on such a power trip that I melted down screaming and crying about people leaving water bottles on the side of the stage. And yeah. I will always go back to like I, I I it comes up for me more often than you would think where I'm like, cool it, Hulahan. You're about to have the water yeah. bottles moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. By the way, just to return totally off this topic but on a a recent topic there's a there's a instagram account called stooping nyc which like spots stuff that people have left in their garbage in new york and they're like here's where it is go get it oh it's wow like, you know it's like it's pretty nice shit on here some of it's garbage like it is garbage some of it's like legitimately garbage but some of it's nice and it's like i totally get why certain why people are throwing certain things out um but then like it's like you know what this would be great in your here's a beautiful antique dresser my god incredible what people will put out in the garbage isn't it incredible anyhow stooping nyc at stooping nyc is a um is an instagram account that you can follow i guess if you are looking for things like this i think i'm gonna follow them just for fun so I'm going to be, you know, what's going to happen. I can see already what's going to happen. It's some, they're going to, you're going to see something so yes. incredible and you're going to make I, one of us go get it. I'm going to be like, Ryan, this is right near your apartment. Uh, I already know that that's going to happen. Um, it's definitely going to happen. Not this sofa though. Never, never. All right. Sofa. Give me your nice thing. My nice thing. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what happened this week. What did I do this week? What nice thing did I engage with? I talked about my raw, my raw vegan dieting last week, didn't I? Yes. Okay. I see. I'm running out of stuff, man. Anyhow, that's going well. It's going going. Your cortisone well. shots work? Oh, oh, I got a cortisol shot, cortisone, whatever the fuck it is. Um, it seems to have worked somewhat. 
So I still have some like tingling in my in my arm, uh, but like no pain. And I've been sleeping well, which is a huge deal because like for two months I've been sleeping or longer I've been sleeping very badly. Uh, yeah, I think it worked. I think it did something. At first I was like, it didn't do anything. I don't know if you ever had this experience. It takes like 72 ever... hours for that. Yeah, I, at, first, at first it was like, it definitely did something. I was like, it definitely did something. Then I was like, then the next day I was like, this didn't do shit. This was a fucking wit. Why the fuck did I do that? Then the next day I was like, wait, I think it did something. And now I'm I'm starting. I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get too excited only to find out that it actually is like the thing is back and maybe it'll come back. But it seems like it's done something. I mean, I do feel some relief. I'm able to pick up Zelda. I feel like I'm sleeping better. I guess my nice thing is that science works. Medicine works. Uh, and check it out if you have a back problem. Um, anyhow, yeah, I think I do. I think it worked. I think it happened. So, yeah. Uh, that's a good, nice thing. That's one nice thing that's happening. And uh, I don't know, red wine. It's red wine season. That's one nice thing that I'm experiencing. You know that it hits that moment where it's a little bit cool outside. It's a little bit cooler in the evenings. This is fall, fall temperatures. And you're just like, boy, I, if you drink, you go, I could really go for a, I could really go for some red wine. See, I drink you know? red wine year round. But no, I, I know it, it. I knew it was fall because when we opened our Blue Apron, this week it was filled with multiple squash. squash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like so much squash. They're like butternut squash. Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Like so much. guess what we got in bulk? Squash. So much, so much squash. Here's a sorry. As I was listening to you, I'm scrolling stu- uh, stupid NYC. Somebody's like free kale. Now kale is not something I would take out of the garbage. Nope. No. If you see kale in the garbage. I guess people do this, but if you see kale in the garbage, don't take it out. If you um, can afford another source of food, don't eat kale from the garbage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess if you have to eat uh, out of the garbage, which is horrible, and if you do, you know that sucks. And you know, I honestly, I'll say this: if you if you are eating out of the garbage, but you're also listening to this podcast, I'm confused. Um, I don't know how. And if you're in New going. York, like New York is currently providing everyone with food, so just go to your local oh, really? school. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, at any rate, well, that's great. Uh, but you know. Uh, well, at any rate, don't get the kale, I guess is what we're saying. <laughs> um, don't take the kale from the garbage. Beautiful stuff on Stooping NYC. I hope everybody checks it out. If you live in NYC, I wonder if they do this in other cities. I mean, I've never lived in another city where this was like quite as possible. Um, so I don't know how often this happens. I assume it, it does. Oh, I'm sure Portland and Seattle have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stooping cultures. I'm I mean, sure. I, I, you could really. I mean, if you move to New York. And honestly, I got to tell you, people, if you're ever thinking about moving to New York, this is the time. This is the time. I'm <laughs> yeah, serious. It's cheap as fuck. No, I'm not even joking. No, I the- have a friend who's about to buy a building who was like, I never thought I could buy anything and I'm getting it for half off. Oh, my God. That's great. No, this is what I'm talking about. I'll, this is the listen. When the market bottoms out. That's January. When that's January. when you buy, baby. I'm just saying like in Wait everything. for January. Bye. Yeah, right. All the people are going to like, it's fucking cold. I'm out of here. Um, get in. Get in on it. Um, I oh, mean, yeah, just as an a- investment, if if New York bounces back within five years, you've doubled your money. New York, let me tell you something. New York's going to bounce back. There's uh, yeah. gonna, it's not even That's a question. what I'm saying. It's inevitable. It's not even a question. Um, uh, but I just, I was actually reminded by scrolling stooping that we got one of our, we got our, 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 our piano from that was in our studio which my brother still has was found on the street in new york it was just by the way there's multiples of these on stooping nyc it was just like people somebody called somebody called eric 
when my brother, when we were in the middle of like a session, they're like, Hey, we're in like Queens and there's a piano on the street. Do you want it? And we're like, yeah, we had a touring, we had a shitty ass van that we had toured in. And we like, he drove over there with a couple of dudes and like picked up a piano. And then like that evening we had a piano in our studio, which is, <laughs> you know, like, like pretty amazing. It needed to be tuned, but whatever, you know? Um, anyhow, what the hell were we talking about? We're leaving. Uh, oh, we're done. Nice things. Anyhow, that's it. Go out there. Be good to each other. Register to vote. Please register to vote. You got to vote. Uh, justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice. Well, the t- Breonna Taylor thing is 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 just. I mean, I mean, we could we could do a whole another ten shows on this, but uh, you know, I think murder should be illegal in this country. That's my one. No matter no matter who you are, no matter who you are, if you kill somebody, uh. If you intentionally kill somebody, if you accidentally kill somebody, if you accidentally kill somebody, we at least need to hear what happened. Got to hear how that happened. There should be a trial. There should be a conversation. There should be a public, you know, hearing of some type. If you're a cop and you shoot somebody because you were just in the wrong place, I do think there should be a punishment. You if know, you're a cop, like, do you just go right ahead and quit? Just go right yeah. ahead and quit. Well, it doesn't I matter mean, if you kill anybody. Just go right ahead and quit. If you're a cop. Feel yeah. free to quit. <laughs> oh, pre yeah, pre pre murder, you could just not yeah, do it. You could just not be a cop. I do agree. If you if it's possible for be a park ranger, to, be a firefighter. If it's possible for you to not be a police officer, my recommendation would be don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do it. There are a lot don't of other jobs that. out there. There are a lot of other jobs that don't will never. No one will ever be like you're going to have to kill someone. Plus, you can still watch Law and Order SVU. Actually, what would be better is if we just watched Law and Order SVU. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Anyhow, all right. Let's. This week's been. Uh, it's been one. So let's go start drinking. Um, goodbye. Bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though I've just been told that you and your family went to Ikea. So the very best absolutely will not be possible.